Well, my friends, are you a musician or a vocalist looking for a practice spot or a place to master your latest recording? I've got the place for you. SoundLab Music Studios, located in Alpharetta, right off of Highway 9 by McFarland Avenue. Skip Lepakis, audio engineer, studio owner, and operator, has several services in the new audio suite, like tracking and recording for vocals or instruments, mixing, audio mastering, basically any audio need you may have. Also, SoundLab offers climate-controlled rehearsal rooms and a huge showcase room. Great hourly and monthly rates are also available. Give them a look at soundlabatlanta.com to learn more and to get in touch with Skip. Tell him you heard it on Achieving Reality, the podcast. That is SoundLab Music Studio, located in Alpharetta, right off of Highway 9 by McFarland Avenue at 2190 Brandon Trail, Alpharetta, Georgia, 30004. Phone number is 678-205-5288. Take it easy. And here we are again, ready for another Achieving Reality in the podcast. This week, the boys talk about what it feels like to butcher a pig and how best to use all the parts, not just the bacon. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Who knows what they'll talk about? Good to hear them getting better at this, though, and good to know that my production company is safe. Plus, Harv has paid well to make it work. Now, sit down and relax as the boys take you on a trip that you may never return from. See you at the end! Um, yeah. Oh, okay. There we are. Say that again. (laughs) That again. There you go. Now we're working. Alright. Thank you for making coffee, man. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for making coffee. Thank you, you're welcome, Chris. I know how much you enjoy your coffee. On the rare occasions, yes, I do. I almost bought some yesterday, but they didn't have any that was already ground. I don't have a coffee grinder. You have an herb grinder? Not one that I'm allowed to use for coffee. Why? Because the herbs all smell like coffee. Mm, that's true. And Luna don't like coffee, so. Ah. That's why you don't drink it in the house, huh? No, if I want it, I'll drink it. That's not an issue. It's just I need ground coffee. No, it's, you get a hammer. Just boom, boom. Couldn't find the hammer yesterday either because we put building a shelf for Linda last night. Oh yeah. Couldn't find the hammer either. Uh oh. So the guy who's grinding your coffee stole it. Just like the uh, screwdriver. Couldn't find the screwdriver because I was trying to fix a picture frame and I needed to take some screws out of the back before I re-glued it. And couldn't find, couldn't find the screwdriver. I have a screwdriver, but the bit was too large for the screws. Now you just have one screwdriver. Mhm. That's it. Mhm. Yeah, because it has lots of little bits that go in it. Oh, you have a multi-tool. Yeah. I have like 2,000 little bits that go into the thing, except for a small Phillips head, which I used to have. I just don't know where it's gone to. It's where the coffee is and the hammer. So Starbucks doesn't carry their uh, coffee in the ground form. Yeah, they do. Not the place we were at. Oh, is it over there by the house? It's, uh, it's inside a Target. Oh, well, uh, yeah, they may or may not. It's probably a hit or miss. Mm-hmm. Thing. Well, they had it. It says available in all formats. I know coffee came in formats. Yeah. Can I get that in MP3, please? Yeah. They have like individual single blue yeah. things, and then they have the uh, K cups and Mia or Mios or whatever. Have it in the bag. It's whole bean coffee. You could have brought it here, and we could have grinded it for you. How are we gonna grind it? Don't we have a grinder? It's an herb grinder. Oh, never mind then. Do you use it to grind coffee? It did originally, because <laughs> it was a coffee grinder. And then I stopped using it for that because we stopped buying coffee we had to grind. Oh, 
because we had a coffee maker that ground and brewed the coffee. Yeah. So you pour in Fancy. whole beans and, <laughs> and then and then and you have fresh coffee. I wish that was on video so I have the proper demonstration for everybody. Oh, flailing around <laughs> and everything. Yeah. There's a lot of hand movements and arms flailing. How did I end up with a squeaky chair? I don't know. Time and where. Maybe when we, uh, I'm getting seasick. Oh, I don't care. Save it for Penley. Well, he was sitting there. Yeah, so I don't know what. what well, he that's did. what you do next time he's ever like, where are you sitting? Okay, you, this is your chair. Oh, Ahoy! And I was all worried about the dryer to be, <laughs> to be uh, bothersome on the podcast, but. No, we're bothersome on the podcast. <laughs> the background noise is fine. Yeah, I have to, uh, I gotta clean out the vent outside. It looks like it's a small dog. Really? Yeah, okay. it looks like a little Pomeranian. So you saw you saw that uh, Molly came to visit yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's his pictures. I, I think Which Molly... we'll post, I guess we'll post a picture of Molly finally. Yeah, we finally yeah. have one. Granted, it's, you don't get to see her face, but hey, at least you sat still long enough for us to get one. Yeah, I think she saw it yesterday was Sunday. Mm-hmm. That's what he said. So yeah. thank you for yeah. reiterating. Well, I didn't know that's the what he day said. Old joke. I didn't know that he You're said like the that. Gay Michael Scott. That's what he said. <laughs> oh my gosh! So we're drinking. Uh, was it uh, hot? Nope. This is coffee. Oh, it's coffee. Okay, it's not hot brown water. Nope. I'm not drinking hot tea. hot brown water tonight. Oh, or today. Why not? You are fogging up your glasses. I am fogging up my glasses. Yes. Maybe that could be the next selling point for hot brown water. Won't fog up your glasses. Won't fog up your glasses, but it is hot water. If you breathe into it, it might fog up your glasses anyways. Mm-mm, especially formulated. Especially formulated <laughs> hot water. <laughs> that means I need to make a whole nother commercial. <laughs> New and improved hot brown water. When we ran out of ideas, yeah. Uh, trust me, with all the stuff that uh, Tina's been making, we won't run out of any ideas. Yeah, when you run out of product ideas, you have to go back and fix the old ones. Or use some of the old ones we haven't used yet. Who are we shopping at? I guess it was Target. They have all of those as seen on TV sections. Oh, well, yeah. A lot of stores have those now. Yeah, and we're in there and um, Hunter finds these puppy pads. Pads you put down, and those puppies go pee. Go, yeah, pee and whatever else on them. But they have a target on the center of it. Actually printed on the center of it. Like the target target? Similar, but uh-huh. more targeting. More targeting? Yeah. And it's supposedly specially scented so that dogs will go pee in the middle of the path. So is it scented like pee? That's what I'm assuming. Is that the only thing that would... I wasn't going to test it out myself. No, why not? Because... <laughs> Should we get down to it? Ugh. Yeah, that smells like urine. So I says, we gotta try this. And we get it home, put it down, and present does puppy runs over there and looks at it, looks at it, looks at it, and lays down on it. <laughs> <laughs> and the other puppy comes running over there and tries to pick it up and shake it. It did not encourage him to use the target. No. Although Pearl did go over there and pee on it, but she peed on the edge of it. <laughs> but that's not the target. <laughs> you got some of it on the pad, so thanks, I guess. So although they, they work as puppy pads, they don't necessarily do what they claim. Maybe you just have weird dogs. You need to make them smell like sausage or something. And they'll eat it. No, no, that's true. I had to stop them from doing that to begin with. Oh, gee. 
You have a lot of paper eaters in the house. Our puppies will be puppies. That's yeah. true. How many puppies do you have now? Puppies? Three. Oh. Really? Hmm? Are they all crested? Half. The half of the three? No. They're half, half crested. Oh. oh I was going to say, so one and a half? And no. So what's the other half no. of them? No. They don't know? Oh. No. Yes. Dog. Dog. <laughs> the uh, other half is puppy. I was telling this to Larry. My mom has a, a Maltese Bichon. And so for the last couple Saturdays, I've had to go and hang out with her. A Bichis. A Maltese. And, uh, a Baltese. And, and babysit, babysit this dog. So I, I take this dog on Canton Street. That's a good one. And and the dog's enjoying, enjoying himself. But he gets to this one store that has um, stuffed animals out in front of the store. And he's very, like, apprehensive. No, but you can. He's very apprehensive about it. Are your dogs afraid of stuffed animals? Stuffed animals are afraid of our dogs. Uh, well, I don't know, but but anyway, he was very like scared. And then the other thing he does is like the Baltese is probably the scaredest dog on the planet. He would run away from a Chihuahua that was laying on the ground doing nothing. Well, no, no, no. Which he, is rare for a Chihuahua. You don't know our Chihuahuas. They just lay around and do nothing. Well, they lay around for a long time doing nothing. Yeah, but this dog is funny because when it sees a big truck, it just barks at it. <laughs> I think it's because of the a lot, noise. A lot of dogs do. Yeah, yeah. A lot of our dogs do. They hear them outside and they're rrr, rrr. Yeah, but your dogs bark at everything. Not necessarily. No, no, they're not like Cooper. No, they, they're pretty, well, they don't have the But they bark at a lot. There's a lot of noise outside our door. Well, you live behind a grocery store, so yeah. You think they'd be used to the trucks by now. No. I mean, what happens is Sebastian barks at the trucks and then all the other dogs start barking because Sebastian's barking. So then now you know who the culprit is. Oh, yeah, nothing to really do about it. Bark collar. It'd be really funny because he just get electrocuted because everybody else is barking and he stops and he's like, oh, stop! Yeah, I know. <laughs> just shaking. <laughs> one bark collar doesn't really do the trick, you know? Well, I mean, I don't think you can strap more than one on one dog, so. You have to strap them on all the dogs. Nah. Okay, I don't like this creaky chair. Well, then you switch it out. That's what I... I don't get the squeakier chair. Hair. That would be the squeakier chair. Hair, is this better? What, this one? Maybe if I had a screwdriver, I could bring it over and not (laughs) end up with chairs for you. Nope, these are hex nuts. I've got a bit that'll fit it. I have a a, a hex key that would work. They're put in improperly though, so they don't tighten down like they're supposed to. So now she got the squeaky chair. No, she's got the squeaky chair. Yes, I have the squeaky chair. But she doesn't move around like I do. I won't move around so much. There we go. <laughs> the visual, you need the visual, right? He's breakdancing in his chair. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know what that was. Yeah, I don't know what that was either. Or did we finish the story? <laughs> Which story? About the dog collar? About the ball whatever, piece? Whatever dog story was you started. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Did we? I think I think we did actually. Well, her her mom's dog's afraid of stuffed animals. If we didn't, so there's that. Oh, yeah. What a punchline! Yeah, but don't. I'm here all week. No, <laughs> no, really, I am. Might go try the veal. No, veal's gone bad. Try the soup; it's good. What kind of soup? Hot soup. Hot brown soup. 
Hot brown soup. Hot brown soup. I, I will say I think that the Thai place serves that. <laughs> I, I will say that Larry was very successful with Craigslist this week. I have been very successful with Craigslist this week. Plenty of dates, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I sold my bean bags. I heard. And I sold my bass yesterday. To whom? That person who plays bass. Oh, to some random person. Yeah, yeah. My buddy Matt wanted it. You yeah. know Matt. Why are you selling it to Matt? Because he wanted me to hang on to it till today and somebody offered me the money for it yesterday and I gonna take the money before I just sit on it don't sit on it no 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 before I wait it's uncomfortable no, yeah, no. and then the you might break the are, neck the bean bags are more comfortable than, than the base well, you might fall off of it and break your neck on the, off a base mm-hmm. no not really it's pretty flat it's only about that about that thick well, it depends on how you sit on it well, I'm not going to sit on it when it's standing up. Then I just slide down the neck, yeah. get it all dirty. Yeah. And you just hear a... You probably make an incredible noise. <laughs> yeah. It's plugged in. <laughs> turned up real loud. As long as it's turned up loud enough to drown out the incredible noise you're going to make. <laughs> That's how they make noises for movies and stuff, you know. They make somebody sit on a base? Doesn't surprise me. So they impale someone, basically? It's the sound of the stormtrooper rifles, you know. I thought that was the the wire. Well, those are the good guy rifles. Oh. <laughs> and they pitch it up. <laughs> That's wrong. <laughs> but that that then yeah, that is how you foley stuff. We're educational. Ooh, we have to stop that. Yeah. Actually, actually no. You know what? Did you We're not- more Top Gear than uh, Fifth Gear. You know what though? You should tell. The other way around. Why do you say that? Top Gear's educational. Not really. Yeah, they tell you all about cars. Yeah, Fifth Gear tells you more about the car, though. Oh, I didn't know there was a Fifth Gear. Yeah, Fifth Gear's the... It's on BBC... They're on BBC 2. I think Fifth Gear's on BBC 1 or 3 at the same time. And, uh... <clears throat> really need somebody over there to shuffle out their marketing strategies. Yeah. Well, I mean, they might have changed it. This was a while ago. Let's take both of our popular car shows put them on opposite each other. Yeah. Well, one is like watching Road and Track or Motor Trend, like the magazine. Mm-hmm. It's very straightforward, very educational about the cars. They explain everything that they possibly can about it. It's like listening to James May mm-hmm. talk about airplanes. You just want to jam a thumb in your eye. Whereas, you know, Top Gears, they, they goof around and all they talk about are supercars, really. Expensive cars that no one else can afford. And 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 power. Power! I wonder how Jennifer's doing. Who? Jennifer. Oh, you don't watch it. Uh, Jeremy Clarkson, the mm-hmm. big tall guy, has been on the show since forever. Bit of an ass from what I understand. Wouldn't surprise He's me. He's much like he is on the show. It wouldn't. Well, it wouldn't surprise me. I heard Richard <laughs> Hammond's just like he is, and James May is just like he is. But uh, he bet that the new Porsche that's been catching on fire would not go faster than what was the car the other fast european car yeah the other really fast european car and uh if it did richard hammond said he'll be called jennifer from that day forward so they've been slowly easing him into it and every once in a while they'll just throw in a jennifer at him so it's pretty funny i'm like what's that jennifer yes 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 okay okay it's funny to car guys i guess well it's funny in general, but yeah, if they overdo it, then it's none of the annoying. 
Well, yeah, I mean, they're going to do it. I mean, they don't call each other by their first names very often anyways. It's usually their last name, if anything. Or so. Captain Slow. Or Captain Slow. Or the Orangutan. That's what the Richard calls. The Clarkston. Clarkston. And, of course, Hamster. Which he hasn't called him a hamster in a long time. Mm-hmm. Clarkston calls out a Richard Hammond because he's a little tiny guy. Apparently, some story Robert Llewellyn was telling about meeting Jeremy Clarkson at this big posh to do thing. Clarkson was going to get up and speak. Apparently, he got up and did this speech and started talking about specific cars. And everybody was like, I was listening for a while and started to realize he's talking about my car. (laughs) He must have seen me out in the parking lot get out of his car. And now that he's met me, has decided he's going to sit there and do this speech about my car. That's pretty funny. (laughs) See, I mean, he's, that, like, he's like, it's, it's a good thing he doesn't find out that I normally drive an electric car. <laughs> yeah, he would. He drives electric cars and hybrids. He would have really laid into him about that. Well, Llewellyn's big into the hybrid and electric yeah. cars. He does like two or three podcasts about it. Really? Yeah. That's has, interesting. He has one where he uh, goes and picks up celebrities and drives them to wherever they're going in his electric car. Oh, that's funny. And then he videotapes the whole thing. So he makes a vlog. This is a, it's a video podcast. podcast. I think it's a video podcast and he puts out an audio version too. Hmm. He's got like a camera mounted up on the rearview mirror. That's he's, funny. He's had the other people from Red Dwarf on there and he has Patrick Stewart on there. And I just saw a picture of Patrick Stewart with hair today. From what? Way back when. Oh, it's an actual picture, not a role he was playing. No, it's an actual picture. It's a side view, but you look at him and you're like, yeah, he looks better bald. He's been bald forever. I mean, I'm, I'm, I can't well, even he's think. he's 70 something. I, mean, I can't even think of a role he's done with the <clears throat> Because we're not British. Yeah, but I mean, he, he's been doing American films since you know, Dune and Life Force. Yeah. Life Force, wow. That's a, that's an old one. Yeah, I was going to say that was Dune. Yeah. Dune's Early 80s. Now Dune's old. I mean, it's still, honestly, if you watch it now, it's still relevant. I mean, it still looks great. What was it yesterday you saw on TV a commercial and you were like 20 years old? Was that? Oh, Speed. Speed. That's what it Speed was. is 20 years old now. Yeah. I know, I right? I believe that. And I don't need the drug. But that's older. Yeah. And that's I want like, a new drug. Wow. Yeah, we were watching Which is even older. <laughs> I couldn't believe that though. 20 years old, man. Yeah, I saw that one. Oh, I just aged like 40 years. No, 20. <laughs> So how old does that make Keanu? He's 50-something now. I think he just turned 50, or he's just is about it? to. I think he's either like late 40s. I only 40s. thought he was only a couple years ahead of us. I thought he was like late 40s, like 46, 48, maybe a little older. You need to probably check that out, I guess, huh? That would be factual. We're trying to, to avoid being educational. No, 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 no. We, we can't do that. That would be educational. And then I might find out what the current status of the new Bill and Ted movie is, and we'll have to talk about that. Oh, that's right. They are going to talk about doing that, haven't they? Yeah, but... I know Keanu doesn't want to have really anything to do with it. No, he said he was in. And who... What happened to Winters? He's moved behind the camera. He's been directing and writing. Oh, okay. And he did that one movie after Bill and Ted, Freaked. Oh, yeah. He's done some other things since then. May I have some more coffee, please? Yeah, you may. Get up and get it. You don't want to get it for me? What am I, your husband? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you going to drench it in coffee, mate? Yeah, you can drench it in coffee, mate. I don't care. 
Okay, well, there's more <laughs> coffee. Let me get you some coffee. <laughs> Why don't you put some more coffee in there, please? It's not, it, no, it is coffee. It's a one-to-one ratio. <laughs> I would need to get my bigger mug if I was going to go one-to-one ratio. Hey, I gotta say, this was a great suggestion gave Larry. I, we went through his uh, comics, and I guess uh, you suggested that maybe give a list to Talon. Yeah. yeah. He knows a lot of people who collect comics. People might be missing stuff or just want to get stuff. And... Yeah. I mean, I've got stuff that uh, was incredibly hard to get at the time because I worked at a comic book store. I got a lot of stuff that was incredibly easy to get <laughs> <laughs> because I got most of mine at the comic book store after the people who worked there picked through it. Well, no, that's how I got paid. The guy didn't have any money to pay me. Thank you. He was in college. Paid you in comics. He did. I had my subscription with him and that's how he paid me. It was great. I mean, I was taking in probably more money in comics than I was if I if he had paid me. But it been even better is if you weren't in the comics at all, you could have turned around and sold them immediately. I could have, especially since that was when everybody was, when Marvel was going eight with like 15 different covers for the same thing. That was back when the artist was king and not the writers. Uh, true. Yeah, but now we got to find that happy medium because there's a lot of comics out there. The art just sucks. The story's amazing. The art just sucks. I think the new 52 Batman is running pretty well, though. Is it? I haven't, I haven't picked up any of the new 52 stuff. Well, Greg Capullo, I mean, I like his Oh, yeah, he's, he's good. And Scott Snyder, people are just raving about him. He's good. He's good dude. Even Greg Capullo, which is kind of a... He gives him a lot of shit on Twitter. I got my jacket. Yeah, he got his jacket. Yeah. I got my coat. I was oh so, gosh, excited. so excited. Man. My Harvey Bullock costume is finished now. It's the so hope. Now you got to shave. The hope story. Huh? So now you got to shave. Not really. Uh, I mean, well, I had to trim it down, but I can stay pretty grubby because there are ones where he just looks like hell, so... But, uh... Yeah, he got it from the hope store. Yeah. They still had it. <laughs> uh, so, uh... We went to the comic book store that's right near there. It's a comic book gaming store. And, uh, I mean, they're buying comic books, but not like collectibles. It's like, yeah, we just sell these readers for 15 cents or 25 cents a piece. I'm like, well, I'm not going to bring you my comic books in here. It's like, because I won't be getting any money off of that. You know, I'd be like, oh, here's five cents. But then he also said that the other part of that is. This is also a place where a lot of gaming goes on. Yeah. So apparently, if you have old Magic cards, first, second, third, fourth I generations and stuff, if you have a a uh, Black Lotus, the original Black Lotus, what do you say? It's like seventy thousand dollars now or something. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I don't know about that, but yeah, he said that's. He says he's had one in his store, and a guy offered him X. It was a ridiculous amount of money. He looked it up, and it's like seventy grand. For the for the Black Lotus, I'm like that's in, the the original one. I mean, it has to be the first one that was canceled. Like, well, it, two months later, they made it through three editions. They it changed. They changed no, the wording on it. No, no, Black Lotus did it. Was in unlimited, and then they took it out for revised. Yeah, because of the the problem. Yeah, because Black Lotus cost nothing to get out. Right, gave you three mana. Yep, which was enough to get off a channel and a fireball. Yeah. You just destroy people. Well, you could use um, 19 life points for mana. Yeah. Use one mana to cast the channel, one mana to cast the fireball. Leave you one extra mana left over. You could do 20 points of damage in the first round before the other person's turn. Yeah. The fact that you even remember that just amazes the shit out of me. Don't talk to me about anything that came out after Unglued, because I won't know. 
I had unglued. Those were funny. Oh, yeah. I've actually still got some of them. Yeah, my friend Joe used to have entire unglued decks. Yeah, that's what they, he said. Yeah. There's people at the uh, at the gaming store that will come in with two or three unglued decks, like, of all the ungluds and mix them all together and stuff. And it's a riot to watch somebody try and play that deck because you can't defeat it. It's just so... It's full of just such goofy shit. You know, and they're, like, ripping up their cards and throwing it, you know? And people are like, what are you doing? <laughs> It's wild. And then it's of, crazy. And then, of course, you talked about your baseball. I mean, your well, your football and baseball cards. I brought in a bunch of sports cars. He's like, no, these are all from this era. We call it the wax trash era. You know, blah, blah, blah. And he should have just been like, yeah, we're just not buying that. Exactly. No. Unfortunately, there's a lot of truth to the characterization in The Simpsons. Oh, yeah. But no, this guy's actually pretty okay. He's not the worst thing ever kind of guy. There's a lot of them out there. Oh, no, I know. Trust me, I've run into them. Being in the comics that I have for as long. I mean, it's, it's an obvious exaggeration, but... Yeah, but this... No, there's I've people that are just there's... spot on. But no, this guy's pretty cool. He played football for Old Miss and this, that, and the other. So he's, he's pretty much on the level. He goes, I'm not going to beat around the bush. He's like, this is the, the decade where... Everybody was putting out cards, and they all were basically the same. He's like, so they're not really worth a lot. He's like, if you have this or this, it's worth something. I was like, oh, okay. So now I have to search through all my cards and see if I can find this or this. The rare misprinted yeah. Terry Bradshaw. Yeah, the, the, the Terry Bradshaw where he's flicking off the camera or something. I'm tired of pictures. Look, you. <laughs> Look, he's wearing a ring on one of his fingers. On the middle one. So in essence, they're not worth anything, though. They're worth something to somebody, just not to him. Right. No, he said if I had the whole season, or the whole series, the 98, not 98, 89 series or something like that, it's like nine, ten bucks. But I don't. I'm always missing two or three cards of the ultra rare ones of the Terry Bradshaw or yeah. whatever, you know. That's why I never got into the collecting card thing, because there was, you were never going to get the whole set. No. Unless you bought it from somewhere. For yeah. a scene amount of money. Yeah. Like, um, and even then, you might not actually get the whole set. There was a period when um, the X-Men cards had come out, and they were really popular. Nice some of those. And getting the set was not an issue. The basic set. Yeah. And then there was a series of chase cards. Yeah. Then it turns out there was an extra series of chase cards that was exclusive to Walmart. Yeah. There was like five um, completely foil cards, and there was like one per case. Yeah, I hated that. So the odds of ever getting them on your own were nil. Pretty much. Unless you just bought case after case after case. Exactly. Or you worked in a comic book store that had them. Yeah, but you'd still have to go through the entire case. Yep. And if it's the Walmart exclusive ones, you wouldn't have them in your comic store unless somebody brought them in. Right. So, I mean, I had the entire run of that set except for a couple of the Walmart cards. Oh, that's cool. And... Any other cars there may have been out lurking around that were exclusive to other stores. Yeah. I lost I, interest. I had a lot of the KB Toys uh, exclusive stuff because I had one literally two miles from my house when I was living in Dunwoody. That's that, and I got the um, the reissue Mars Attack set. <laughs> but that one was easy to get. I mean, I, there was still some chase cards I didn't have from it, but uh, what we did was we had some uh, friends that run a comic book store, and I bought a box yeah and just went through it and the there problem was it's like two chase cards because you're unglued yep <laughs> it was like uh, two chase cards per box 
in order to get all of them, you'd have to at least buy two boxes. Yeah, yeah. But was it possible <clears throat> that you may get duplicates? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. You got duplicates constantly. Yeah, like I've always wondered how much these holographic cards would be worth, if anything. I got the comic cell cards. Mm. You know, there's Carnage, the cell card. Ooh, look them up. Yeah. And then I expect to get like nothing for them. 50% of that. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. Everything's only worth what people are willing to pay for it. And a lot of the time, that ain't much. Well, you got to time your selling when the character becomes more popular again. Yeah. It's like maybe you might get something for the, the cards just before the uh, new Fantastic Four movie comes out. But it's already getting bad press. Yeah, I know. Holy cow. Oh. Here are these. I don't even know anymore. 88. Apparently they should just quit making Fantastic Four movies. People don't seem to respond well to it. <laughs> well, I mean, they've made so many bad ones. Well, I think, the, I mean, the first one did good business. The most recent first one or the first one first one? The most recent first one. Oh, yeah, that did pretty good. It wasn't a horrible movie. No, I, I mean, liked it. Uh, I own it. If you uh, take out all the Doctor Doom stuff. Although, I, I think they cast Doctor Doom fairly well. Mm-hmm. Except that he was not Latverian at all. Latveria doesn't exist. He does in the Fantastic Four universe. Oh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, they should have had him with an accent or something. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. He didn't want to play that. Maybe he couldn't do a Transylvanian kind of sounding accent. He can do any accent he wants. <laughs> well, that's true. How many people have been there? Fantastic Four have. Maybe. <laughs> I can't actually think of a comic where they went there. I think I remember Spider-Man winding up there once. The Punisher, I think, has been there a couple of times, which is really weird. I don't know. Everybody goes... He goes there on vacation, though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm just here to relax. Leave me alone. I can only relax right. in the country that has a dictator. Yeah. Is that a potato that looks like a dick? Yes. A dictator? Mm -hmm. Kind of, yeah. Come on. You have to admit that was pretty funny. Only a little. Oh. I don't have to admit. <laughs> Actually. That would be encouraging you. And we, don't, we know about encouraging you. The one, yeah. the one fact we learned yesterday. You're going about the commentator. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't have, but now I might. <laughs> the, the one fact we learned yesterday is about the, the uh, worth of Putin. Oh, yeah, it's like $47 billion or something like that. It's ridiculous. He's I worth thought Chris said 75 Oh, well, I had the number right. $75 billion. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Who do you think makes his clothes? Who makes Putin's clothes? Yeah. I don't know. Who? Well, certainly not a designer. Why do you say that? Well, his stance on homosexuality. There's a couple of straight designers out there. Somewhere, I'm sure. But... They're there. Not, they're not good ones. He probably has them made there. I mean, all he wears is suits. Anybody can make a suit. I mean, you can go to you go to Hong Kong. I mean, you and I could get suits that would fit us perfectly, and made out of whatever we wanted. Linoleum. <laughs> this is great. It's still hot though. <laughs> Cleans up nicely though. <laughs> you're just gonna hose it down. And you're done. <laughs> How am I supposed to hang this? Oh, wait, I don't have to. It stands up on its own. What's that cologne you're wearing? Pine salt. 
But his lemon scented pine salsa is very ironic. <laughs> there you go. I posted that once as a picture of the day. Lemon scented pine salsa? Lemon scented pine salsa. Like, by definition, this can't smell like lemons. No, not if it's pine salsa. Right. But yet it does. It's because they get rid of the pine salsa smell. Or the pine smell. And they add lemons. There's lemon salsa. <laughs> Not pine salt. Lensol. Lensol. <laughs> New for our products. Lensol. <laughs> uh, I don't want to know. I don't know if uh, Tito wants to make a cleaning agent. Not that one. No, not that one. Someone already makes it. Yeah. Pine flavored lemons. Ew. <laughs> pine flavored anything. Ew. Plemons. 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 That sounds wrong. Why does that sound wrong? I don't know. I this had somebody ask right. me this week. Marissa, why do they call it toothpaste? Because it doesn't stick to my teeth. <laughs> I'm serious. Somebody asked me. You know, me the that. definition of the word. <laughs> I know, I know. That's what I was like, really? You he, ponder this? He used to eat paste as a child. I think so, man. He still does. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't believe that somebody asked me that. Marissa, have you ever pondered the fact why they're called toothpaste? Because it doesn't stick to my teeth. I'm like, really? It does stick to your teeth. It's a it's a very thin layer, but it sticks to your teeth. Oh, not according to him. That's because he's thinking of Elmer's. <laughs> you know, he's sitting there with his little little jar of it and a little plastic scoopy thing. <laughs> Just eating away. That would be that tasty. It's non-toxic. That's why it's non-toxic. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's because uh, they made it toxic. It cut that crap out. Yeah, we call it Darwin's paste. <laughs> <laughs> You're to- an idiot, paste. Darwin's paste, toxic. <laughs> Highly. Highly toxic. In fact, you probably shouldn't even use it on paper. But go ahead. <laughs> I'm gonna tell him that. What? That he still eats paste? No. I'm Who gonna knows? tell him that. Talk about Darwin's paste to say it's very toxic. You should. You should say, hey, I found uh, I found a toothpaste for you. It's called Darwin's paste. You should try it. Of course, all the kids in junior high would be huffing it. That would kill them, too. It's one of those things that they do. That's true. All the other things they huff. Why wouldn't they huff the highly toxic paste? <laughs> it's because they've got fumbweed. Because they... <laughs> weed doesn't get you high. If you huff it, it does. Are you sure? <laughs> We've been doing it apparently, according to Tina. So yeah, you've been doing it. <laughs> what you just you you, you huffing the fabrew? <laughs> That'd be silly. <laughs> I like that drunk feeling. Whoa! <laughs> I don't know that would reproduce the drunk feeling just because it smells like beer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're you're probably right. But it's funny. Funny, yeah. So what happens if you get stopped by a cop and you have to do one of those? He becomes very perplexed because you passed the t- <laughs> Because you smell like you've been drinking and smoking weed for hours. And yet you can do this whole thing and he can only pull you over for driving erratically. Or whatever else he comes up with. I didn't see your seatbelt on. But it was. I didn't see yours on either. <laughs> <laughs> you have a broken tail like... <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Yeah, you better write me a warning. <laughs> you smell like alcohol. Watch it, sir. It's for, it's for brew. <laughs> now you smell like alcohol. Have a nice day, officer. Taze. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> <laughs>
That's why you should have a dashboard camera on your car. No, then people can see what I'm doing. Only if you show them. <laughs> Some could hack the camera. It's not, not going to broadcast to the internet via Wi-Fi. M A T T R E S S I D E Mattress Side Noun The act of removing the tag from a mattress. Maria committed matricide on all the beds in the house. Enjoy and use regularly. He's freezing. <laughs> those people who can't see. <laughs> I just wanted to think it was an unusual, awkward silence. Which will be cut out. <laughs> but now <laughs> I have to leave it in. Now you got to leave it in, see? <laughs> see, I brought it up. <laughs> you could just Harugi it. <laughs> what would be the point? I don't know. We need to do Harugi anyway. Why is that? Much, too much road noise in the original. There is? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's time we go through to apply our appropriate filters and whatnot. It brings out the road noise and not the harugi. <laughs> oh, I would just leave it. You can just leave it. Just leave the harugi as the harugi. It's the harugi. Because we apply the filter to the whole thing. And that's oh, what that's uh, Evan would say. Put a filter on it, right? That's some sort of euphemism for condom use? <laughs> no, he's a photographer. And his thing, he doesn't like how Instagram has, you know, people think they can take these killer pictures. They just snap a picture of you and throw just a generic filter on it and put it up. Like, isn't that great? So he's got this. That's what I do. Yeah, but you don't, you don't go, isn't that great? You just do it for your pick of the day thing. He's got people who do that for like class and stuff. <laughs> you know, so his joke is put a filter on it. So now when he takes a picture of himself and posts it or something, or it's some cool picture, you know, he took it. I always type in, in all caps, put a filter on it. So. Because you're that kind of person. I am that kind of person. So if you want to friend him on Facebook or Twitter, <laughs> just don't have enough snide comments on your posts. I don't I do not do a lot of snide comments on my, my Twitter. I have no need to. That's what Facebook's for. I only do that for my friends. For my Facebook page, yeah. Yeah, I don't do it for the people I don't know. They don't get to have the snide comments. Oh, lucky them. <laughs> That's going to encourage them to know you. Wavi! Chris and Larry have got to have a screw loose or a circuit board missing. I have heard rumblings that there will be a big show soon as well, but the boys are keeping mum on that until all this settles. Eh, well, I guess I'll have to wait for it like all of you listeners. So, for Chris, Larry, Marissa, and Harvey, I'm Tina saying, time for bacon! Mmm, bacon. <laughs> Get to know me. No! <laughs> no, I, I, snide comments. I, I want snide comments. I want snide comments, I listen to your podcast. <laughs> no, that's if they want to hear me laughing all the, the whole time. This episode of Achieving Reality, the podcast, has been brought to you by Darwin's Paste. 
Ladies, are you tired of telling your wee ones to stop eating paste? Are you scared that they might be a bit daft or slow in the head? Well, AR Products has the solution for you! Darwin's Paste! As toxic as sucking on a stick of arsenic. Weed out the intellectual runts in your school or class or, heck, your own family! Darwin's Paste tastes like gummy bears and comes in a dozen pretty colours that just pull the youngins in. No idiot child can resist the colour, the scent or the flavour. Make sure you stock up on Darwin's Paste. It's Toxtastic! AR Products is not responsible for your own bad parenting or for your drunk uncle's death from consumption of Darwin's Paste.